0: Hello and welcome to the Church of England's national online service from this uh, wet and windy part of Hampshire where we are located, at this Church of St. Mary and St. Michael Stoke Charity, that is spiritually located in the heart of the Diva Benefice. We are gathering here today on this third Sunday of Lent around the Lord's Table for this service of Holy Communion.
1: With God, nothing will be impossible.
0: For he is our God.
1: And the God of salvation is making all things new. Amen.
0: And so, we meet in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you.
2: And also with you.
0: And so, as we prepare ourselves for gathering around the Lord's table, let us pray the words of preparation together. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Lord, have mercy, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and peace with all, and we confess together. Almighty God our Heavenly Father We have sinned against you and against our neighbor in thought and word and deed through Negligence through weakness through our own deliberate fault We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins For the sake of your son Jesus Christ who died for us forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgive all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness and bring you to life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And the collect for today, that is the third Sunday of Lent. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we walking in the way of the cross may find it none other than the way of life and peace through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: The reading is from the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter one, verses 18 to 25. For the message of the cross Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its own wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than any human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than any human strength. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: The
4: heavens are. T- i i
0: Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep and doves and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remember that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. The Jews then responded to him. What sign can you show us to prove your authority over all of this?" Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. They replied, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you are going to raise it in three days? But the temple he had spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. Then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ.
5: May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I wonder, when was the last time you were gripped by a scandal. Maybe you heard something about a friend or a neighbor or a family member that had you shocked and gripped at the same time. Or maybe for you, it's scandals about celebrities or politicians or the royal family. Scandals can fascinate us, can't they? Against all our better instincts, we can find ourselves enjoying that sense of superiority we get from seeing other people in trouble seeing people behave in a way we would never dare to knowing that whatever mess we are in there's someone in a worse one when jesus walked into the temple in jerusalem and drove the traders out with a whip that was a scandal all right the people selling cattle sheep and doves as well as those changing money were an integral part of temple religion. If you wanted to sacrifice to the Lord, according to the Old Testament rituals, then you were told that you had to buy an approved animal from one of the sellers in the temple. Likewise, if you wanted to give money, you had to change your Roman money, showing the head of the emperor for clean money with no images on it, which would then be allowed into the temple's inner courts. When Jesus drove these people out then, it was a challenge to the whole temple machine, the whole society, the whole understanding of how to be the people of God. People far and wide would have heard tell of this itinerant preacher who was doing and saying scandalous things. And it's scandal which links our gospel reading to our other reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Corinth was a sophisticated place. It was a cosmopolitan commercial centre. The people there were very influenced by Greek culture and philosophy. They prided themselves on their intellectualism. It was into this intellectual, sophisticated, cosmopolitan and pagan environment that Paul had brought the message of the gospel just a few years before writing this letter. Paul came bearing the news that a Jewish man in a forgotten backwater of the Roman Empire had died on a cross, the most brutal, revolting, shameful of deaths, but that God had raised him from the dead and made him Lord of the whole world. It was a message which invited ridicule, particularly in a place like Corinth. It was scandalous even to think that people there might take it seriously. And yet, a few years after bringing them that seemingly scandalous, foolish message, Paul was writing to a thriving and growing congregation. For God turns our human ideas of wisdom and foolishness completely upside down. The things we prize as humans are not prized by God. A message which proclaimed that God had died on a rubbish heap at the far end of the known world could never prove redemptive, could it? A message that salvation is to be found through one crucified man could never take over the whole world, could it? It's foolishness, a scandal. And yet just telling this story releases God's power as we now tell people of this amazing, scandalous man who was so passionate about his message that he drove traders out of the temple with a whip, that he gave his life in the most hideous and shameful way possible. As we share this gospel, we find that things change. Our hearts and lives are changed. The the lives and hearts of the people we tell are changed. Communities form. This is the power of God shining through this seemingly scandalous, foolish story. God is not interested in the posturing, the power, the prestige of this world. God cuts through all of that. And therefore, so should we. It's all too easy for our religion to become as narrow and hierarchical as the religion in the temple. And we need to hold on to the scandal of it all. It's in the scandal that God's power shines through. When we make our faith too safe, when we use our faith to justify the things which make us feel comfortable, or powerful, when we make God in our image instead of us being molded in his image. That is when we lose the transformational power of the gospel. In C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, when Lucy is first introduced to Aslan, the lion who represents God, she asks, is he safe? To which Mr. Beaver answers, safe? Who said anything about safe? Course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. When we make God safe, we lose the God who drove the traders out of the temple with a whip. We lose the God who died on a cross for us, but was too big for death to hold, who rose again after three days. When we make God safe and comfortable and reasonable, we lose God's power. So let's hold on to the scandal. When Jesus cleansed the temple, many said he was mad. When Paul preached in Corinth, many said it was foolishness. I'm sure plenty of us have heard people say the same things to us today. But for those of us who believe Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God, it shouldn't be safe and it shouldn't be comfortable. It shouldn't fit within the narrow lines of organised religion or cultural norms. It should be so much bigger and more exciting than that. So let's not be the people in the temple who Jesus drove out. Let's not limit God to our expectations. But let's let God be as scandalous and as disruptive as he really is and watch his power flood through our lives. Amen.
0: And now we profess our faith in the words of the creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified and a Pontius Pilate,
3: Let us now pray and let's pray firstly for our world. Loving God, we thank you for this precious world that you have given to us to steward and care for. We are sorry for the times we've not looked after it in the way that we should. Help us to see the world as you see it, so that we would nurture the beauty in the creation and the communities around us further afield our hearts continue to break for the conflict that we see in our world in Israel and Gaza and in Ukraine as well as other ongoing conflicts in nations across the globe would you bring your peace and your comfort to those caught up in the violence and would you grant success to those seeking to bring aid and working for a lasting solution. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, as we turn our thoughts closer to home, we pray for the health of our royal family and ask that you would watch over them as they recover from illness and seek to be ambassadors and voices for good in our nation and in our world. We lift to you our local and national leaders as they govern and make decisions about the well-being and future of our nation. Would you grant them wisdom and integrity and help us to discern how we might play our part as Christian citizens? Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your word tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we thank you for the wonderful truth that we are made in your image. Help us to be aware and to respond to the needs of people around us with the gifts and skills you so graciously have blessed us with. We pray that those risking their lives by fleeing their homes and crossing borders via land and sea would find rest and we lift to you our neighbors who are struggling with rising costs and ask that you would prompt us to know how we can play our part in caring for them practically as well as spiritually we pray too for those known to us who are unwell bereaved or are facing an uncertain future may we and may your church be there for them in their time of need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And finally, loving God, we pray for ourselves. We thank you that we can join together in this service. And we pray that you would help us to remember and respond to all that you want to teach us today. Help us not to be distracted by the treasure that the world tempts us with would you protect us from all the things that draw us away from you and your call on our lives? May we hold on to the scandal of our faith, the outrageous love, the unending and undeserved grace and the certain promise of forever in your glorious presence because of the death-conquering power of Jesus Christ our Lord. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Jesus said to his disciples, My peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, do not let them be afraid. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
5: And also with you.
0: Let us offer one another a sign of God's peace. I don't know what we're doing. Peace with you. Peace with yeah. you.
2: Peace with you. Peace with yeah. you.
0: The Lord is here.
5: His Spirit is with
0: us. Lift up your hearts.
5: We lift them to the Lord.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
5: It is right to give thanks and praise.
0: It is indeed right. It is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And now we give you thanks because you gave us the spirit of discipline that we may triumph over evil and grow in grace as we prepare to celebrate the paschal mystery with mind and heart renewed therefore with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven we proclaim your great and glorious name evermore praising you and saying holy 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 lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. All glory be to you, our Heavenly Father, who in your tender mercy gave your only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full perfect and sufficient sacrifice oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world he instituted and in his holy gospel commanded us to continue a perpetual memory of his precious death until he comes again hear us merciful father we humbly pray and grant that by the power of your holy spirit we receiving these gifts of your creation, this bread and this wine. According to your son, our saviour, Jesus Christ's holy institution in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. Who in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it his disciples saying, take. Eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Christ is the bread of life. When we eat this bread, And drink this cup we proclaim your death Lord Jesus until you come in glory therefore Lord and Heavenly Father in remembrance of the precious death and passion the mighty resurrection and glorious ascension of your dear Son Jesus Christ we offer you through him this our sacrifice of praise and Thanksgiving Grant that by the merits and death and through faith in his blood, we and all your church may receive forgiveness of our sins and all of the benefits of his passion. Although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer you any sacrifice, yet we pray that you will accept this, the duty and service that we owe. Do not weigh our merits, but pardon our offenses. And fill us and all who share in this Holy Communion with your grace and heavenly blessing through Jesus Christ, our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honour and glory be yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. Amen. And so let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body because we all share in the one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith and with thanksgiving. And we pray together. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, The body of Christ, keep me in eternal life. The blood of Christ, keep me in eternal life. of Christ keep you in eternal life. Amen. The body of Christ keep you in eternal life.
5: Amen.
0: Almighty God, you have given your only son to be for us, both a sacrifice for sin and also an example of godly life. Give us grace that we may always more thankfully receive these inestimable gifts, and also daily endeavor to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And we pray together. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, Through him, we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord give you his comfort and his peace, his light and his joy in this world and the next and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you, and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace, to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. Amen.
6: Welcome to this year's Lent campaign, Watch and Pray, week three. And the theme for this week is spirit. We consider the person of the Holy Spirit throughout our reflections. And I have often argued that in black spiritual traditions, the the our understanding of God is always pneumatocentric. What I mean by that is we are always concentrating on the person and power of the holy spirit and in our reflections we consider the multiple ways that we can understand the spirit we think of the ancient spirit who moves over the waters in the book of genesis we think about the disruptive spirit that comes down on the day of pentecost we think of the holy spirit given to the church the very life of the believers And in Lent, I invite us to remember something that black spiritual traditions know very, very well. And it is that the spirit of God is wild and free and uncontainable. God is spirit. And we too must worship in spirit and in truth.